Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 96th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we, well this, it's a new month. So we are having a, um, we're actually doing a bottle of wine each week. Yeah, different flavored bottle of wine. From, from Sparks. Sparks. Um, Sparks is actually, they are, we call them local because they're Oklahoma, but they're out of Sparks, Oklahoma is the town. And this one's the Deep Fork Red. Um, we've had this one before yeah. and absolutely loved it. Uh-huh. Um, so we wanted to start off with that one, but we've got three more bottles yeah, right we're here have for the rest of and the yeah. month. Yeah. So we're going to do the sangria, this one. I can't remember what the white is. I don't remember either. I don't want to look either because I want to be surprised. Um, Well, so, and you may have seen that we took a shot. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to see the recipe and what goes into that shot, um, make sure to join our Facebook speakeasy group. Yep. That's one of my favorite shots. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. If you didn't see it, it's blue. Uh It's got three ingredients in it. And it tastes like a childhood treat. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, it's so good. So, you can't even taste the alcohol. Yeah, it's three different alcohols in it. Super smooth. There's no kick, no burn, no fire, uh-huh. no choking, nothing. I mean, it's 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 awesome. So, it's yeah, join so the Speakeasy group. We put the video up over the weekend. You mm-hmm. can check it out. Super easy to make, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, this week, we are going to be talking about, I guess, what's going on in the world. <laughs> and with the coronavirus being... Hitting everywhere, <laughs> um, so is divorce. Divorce rates are are going up. People are getting, I guess, irritated with each other for being around each other for so long. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to we want to talk about it. But um, before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yep, this one was uh, in relation to the quarantine and everything's going on. We've seen a lot of the essential employees, um, which I'm trying to actually figure out at this point who the hell's not essential. Because mm-hmm. it just seems like so many people are, I'm essential. Yeah. I'm essential. And once again, your position is essential <laughs> yeah. for some of you. Um, but yeah, I've talked to, I'm like, what do you do for a living? And then I'm like, how is that essential? Mm-hmm. But anyway, from that, that's the flip of the coin. The silver lining that people going to work still have to say some of them is. I'm glad my work isn't sending me home. I can't do two weeks alone with the wife and kids. And this is a very, especially right now, huge common sentiment across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah, it is big time. Um, and I've seen I've seen the flip side of that of the wife saying, "I'm so glad my husband's essential employee because I couldn't handle him being here with me all day." Yeah. Um, and so that's we we kept seeing that, and it was funny because even before things really started to hit the national news as far as the divorce rates going up. It was something we talked about very early on. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder how many of these couples that don't really spend a lot of time together now that are going to be forced to are going to react. All those people that have their their cute little work wife and work husband relationships, that's gone. 
the most valuable relationship you have or an intimate level with someone was at work and that's gone. Yeah, I know. And just thinking about the amount of people who were already borderline unhappy, if not all the way unhappy, and this really pushing pushing you over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people that didn't have a very strong marriage to begin with, this is, I don't even think it's make or break. I think it's just break. I know. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, we And we did have a few people mm-hmm. reach out too and uh, talk about this, say that um, I had one person say that their sister-in-law was getting frustrated at at her husband because um, because he's home all the time mm-hmm. and she can't stand it and the communication between the two of them I guess has been just awful yeah um, or maybe maybe even non-existent mm-hmm. but um, but yeah I mean we thought that I mean obviously this is this thing is real and what is happening with couples and everything going through this is real and we wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of these situations like this, it for some people, it puts your relationship to a foolproof test. Mm-hmm. It really does. You don't have anywhere to run and hide. You can't go run back to mommy and daddy's house. You can't, mm-hmm. with the social distancing and being apart, pretty much whoever you've been domiciled with is who you're stuck with now until you know if we're in one of those cities where it's shelter in at home mm-hmm. it's not just quarantine or lockdown or it's pretty much lockdown i mean but you know we're mm-hmm. not supposed to go anywhere at all mm-hmm. um except for the like the Grocery three stuff, places yeah. they said we can go to um for us you know as everybody knows we have been working together from home for a couple of years now yeah. uh-huh. and doesn't cause any problems. No. And we do understand and realize that not everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. That there are a lot of you that whether maybe yourself maybe you're admitting it now, but the only reason you were still married is because you didn't spend much time together. I know. Yeah, that's sad. So the other day, um Seth's mom actually was uh taking a walk around the neighborhood and one of the one of the guys that she ran into in the neighborhood uh, he and his family were out out uh, in their yard and stuff playing. And then a little bit later, she walked by again, and it was only him out there. And he was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no, she was walking, and then she saw him walking or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, he's like, I can't handle this. I just can't do this, uh, this whole thing. Those kids are so wild. Mm-hmm. And... I just, it's her job to... Yeah, she's the disciplinarian. I'm the fun parent. Yeah. <laughs> and he, now he's having to work from home. He can't get any work done because his kids are hellions. And he hasn't had to discipline him before. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I was just like, so fuck just that, dude. Keeps going for walks and spending time outside. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> but, so, I mean, I think that this is a common theme, though. Where people are realizing maybe... Husbands are maybe getting irritated with their wives because they're like, why aren't you you doing it? Like, why aren't you, why haven't you been disciplining this these kids in the first place? Yeah. Because they wouldn't be acting like this. But then at the same time, it's like, step the fuck in too, dude, mm-hmm. and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that that's, and, and I don't even, I know I'm going to naturally start to take a side on this. 
because in my mind I've already decided who's wrong. <laughs> but with that scenario, I know the the initial reaction, especially from being somebody that was in the military and traveling for long periods of time, you, you start to either misconstrue what's really going at home or you romanticize about only the good stuff that's going on at home. And I'm, I'm talking kids and their behavior and their attitudes and, and what they do. And you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm gone all day at work and, and I'm, I'm, I'm missing the fun stuff and, and I'm missing this, but oh, well, I'm getting a paycheck and that's what I do. And you, you start to kind of get this expectation, this picture in your mind of what you think it looks like at home. And then you now are exposed to it and you're like, I'm in the seventh circle of hell. What the fuck is going on? And, and it is that. It's why are the kids so wild? Mm-hmm. And mom is saying, well, the kids are wild because daddy's home. Oh, I know. That's and true. She's too. in full denial because the kids are programmed that. We go to school all day, we listen to mommy, we clean our rooms, we eat our snacks, we do our chores. Oh, daddy's home at night, it's time for playtime and watch movies and TV and eat dinner and snuggles and wrestling and whatever, and they don't know how to turn that mode off. Mm -hmm. So that is one side of it, Mm -hmm. which the husband nor the wife can prove that that's how it is, but the husband is just like, why are they so bad? Why they, you know, you, this is your fault. Why are they you're the one here with them all day? Why are they so bad? And so I I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I I can see that. And I think that there's still the the woman that isn't working or the spouse that's at home and hasn't had a full-time job is now has one more person there all day that she has to clean up after. I know. And it appears like she just has another child at the house. Uh-huh. So she's getting frustrated, and he's frustrated. And I. it's funny because the... Jeez, I got the hiccups. It's doing those shots. <laughs> oh. so I had to do a shot for the video and then a shot for this. And, <laughs> and then I thought it made the wine start to taste weird initially because I still had the... Oh, really? The flavors, and it's finally going away. I got the hiccups, though. Um, I don't even remember where I was going now. I did not even had that much, I guess. Yeah. It's too early for me to be drunk. <laughs> But with the with the husband, uh, I mean, you you you're seeing, said that you were seeing both that you could see both sides and all that, um, and I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it's you're you're both being exposed to the oh that's where I was going. I've been you know as I work from all the time anyway, so no big deal. Me, yeah. yeah, from home all the time anyway. Um, so I'm used to virtual meetings. I've I've known about Zoom for a long time. Everybody else just seems to just now find out about it. Um, so I'm used to doing those meetings. I'm used to doing webinars. I'm used to doing virtual interfacing and, and all that stuff. But the people that work for me are not. Yeah. They're all centrally located in an office, and they're used to seeing each other every day. They're used to communicating with coworkers and having the social aspect of a office environment, which I turn my back on to work from home, so I don't miss that, and I forget what it's like. And We'll do our calls, and we have to spend the first you know, 15 to 30 minutes of them just wanting to socialize because mm-hmm. they haven't had the opportunity. And I go back to when I first started working from home, and I would get on my calls with my boss in California, uh-huh. and we would turn a, what could have been a 15-minute conversation <laughs> into a two-hour-long conversation uh-huh. because we didn't have any social interaction. Yeah. Um, I have since got used to that, especially when you started to be at home. Mm-hmm. I was still getting social interaction, but... A lot of the people that work for me and coworkers I have, 
they aren't used to that isolation type of feeling. Yeah. And well, so and it's even a struggle. Whenever, whenever I started working again, and when I went back and I wasn't here, and you were kind of like, oh, like. Yeah, it's empty. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I, uh-huh. I talked to the dogs all day. Yeah. Like, I will read an email and say, what'd you think of that blade? <laughs> or did that sound good, Dooney? Just, <laughs> just to have the conversation. Yeah. And nobody, you know, of course, talked back, thank- <laughs> <Right>. thankfully. <laughs> Uh, but I got used to that. And uh-huh. so, but hearing it from, from those people, I, I was like, yeah, I had to step back and be like, oh, I, I am having a hard time relating to their struggle uh-huh. because I went through that already four years ago. Right. So yeah, I'm used to it, uh-huh. but they're not in there. You know, I had another call today and she was like, I cannot take this. I cannot wait for this to be over. I have got to get back in office. I can't wait to see everybody. I mean, just... Wow. Really, really wanting that. And I, I'm that person that's like, yes, I do not have to make an excuse to not go see anybody. <laughs> I don't have to make an excuse to not go to some lame-ass party. I don't have to make an excuse to go do anything. Uh-huh. So, I love it. Uh-huh. But I'm probably the minority. I think a lot of people like to say that they're like that. And there's a lot of non... I'm not an introvert, but there's a lot of people that are just antisocial. That mm-hmm. like are claiming that they're introverted and I think they're just doing it for attention <laughs> but you know I had on my I hate people shirt two weeks ago yeah so I know uh-huh. I'm pretty open with I'm okay being alone <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know I think that um I, I know that it's definitely an adjustment for people mm-hmm. and I mean lucky for us like we have each other and we have well and we get along yeah we have such a good relationship to where we, it, it, well, we've worked together before too, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I mean, my work husband turned into my real husband, and it, it's like, you know, having to having my laptop up and, you know, next to you, it's like we're working again mm-hmm. together, but so many people aren't used to that, and, and <clears throat> you know, with with even just with being home, period. If that is, I mean, I don't think that that should be stressful, but I understand that other, there's a lot of other factors that go into play with being stressed out during this time because, Mm -hmm. you know, because people aren't able to work and it's like, well, how are the bills going to get paid? How are we going to pay for food? How are we going to pay for our mortgage? You know, and, and those types of things start going through your head and, you know, of course, one of the you know main reasons why people fight or get divorced is because of finances. Mm-hmm. And when you have this worry going on, and then the shit kids that you have screaming, mm-hmm. you know, it's another thing that people oh, get yeah. divorced. It all is. just piles up. Yeah. So it's like all it's of these. Storm. Yeah. Exactly. It is. Well, and and you you bring up a good point because. Any, any time, and it's historically and data proven, any time we have, you, you, you or we as a country face economic challenges, divorce always shoots up. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is one of the biggest reasons people get divorced is finances and money. And that was, I, I, still, I still attribute my last divorce to that was a big factor, mm-hmm. was when the economy tanked and I lost my job and we just never recovered from that mm-hmm. financially, and that put a bigger strain on. It, it highlighted other issues we had, 
And so I think that you, you have you have these certain couples that they make good money materialistically. They're they're pretty successful career wise. They're pretty successful marriage wise. Meh, they're lacking. And then they have an incident like this where now their finances are in question. Their careers in question. And oh my gosh, we can't even be in the same room together. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you're always here. I can't even get away from you. And mm-hmm. and you know. Wh- once again, if you're with a partner that you can't stand to be with, I, I don't. I can't even think of a better red flag to tell you you're with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I know. And I think that people are finding out through all of this that they are with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And divorce is the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but the psychology, you know, let, let me back up a little bit. I mean, China already, I mean, China. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> already had uh, over 50% increase in divorce mm-hmm. um, to the point that they could not even take any more appointments for divorce counseling, divorce court, any of those things. Wow. It just got completely hand. Italy is doing the same thing, and they're projecting that we're in the U.S. are going to have the same effect mm-hmm. because it's just what ends up happening when you take that perfect storm of financial issues, of being with each other, with the exposing of how weak your relationship really is, how irritating your partner really is, how whatever it is, you start to get more and more frustrated and all those little things that you tended to overlook now have a microscope on them because of the situation that that you're in and the predicament that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to see that go up. And, and you know, uh, psychologists said there's going to be two sociological outcomes because of COVID-19 and the quarantine and everything we're seeing. We're going to have a increase in births nine months from now, and divorce is going to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's not or, it's and. Those two things are what's going to happen. Now, if you have to choose between getting a divorce or having a kid, I'm voting divorce every day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Both of I those things will destroy your marriage, <laughs> by the way. Especially if you're in an awful... Oh, yeah. Marriage. And then, like, maybe in the beginning of it, you were like, oh, this is nice. We get to have a, a noon. Yeah, get a afternoon. nooner. Yeah. Have a nooner afternoon delight. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then like, two days later, you're like, fuck, I can't stand you. Get mm-hmm. away. And then a few weeks later, you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> that, that's what we're sucks. We're going to give birth to our little Rona in nine months. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. But I, I don't, well, I thought it was crazy though that like those numbers with mm-hmm. the, you know, 50% increase in divorce. I mean, that, we're, that is another, an additional 25% of people. So it's already 50% divorce rate. Um, and to increase that. Yeah. So it's 75%. Yeah. That's crazy. So think about four couples, three other couples that you know, if you're a couple. And only one of you is left standing. Is it going to be you? Yeah. <laughs> or is it, will it be somebody else out of those four? Um, now, those aren't hard factual numbers. I'm sure there's going to be yeah. some variance. Because we were talking about that. We are like, we're like which, which couples? <laughs> oh, who, who's going to bomb? <laughs> and we're like, you know, the couples, the that, couples we know. that we're currently friends with have very similar relationship to us. Uh, and I couldn't even think of one. No. There were some people that I know that are kind of dating and... You were like, oh, no, he's essential, so they still don't spend time together. Yeah. Like, oh, And that, that seems, if the only thing that kept your marriage together through this was you were an essential employee and you didn't have to stay at home, 
you still may want to reevaluate your relationship. <laughs> if the only reason you didn't get divorced was because you didn't have to spend time with your partner, I mean, think about how fucked up that is. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, we made it through coronavirus. I worked the whole goddamn time. If I was <laughs> home every day, we'd have gotten divorced three weeks ago. Right. I mean, think about what that says about your own relationship. You you are admitting you're in an awful relationship. <laughs> So I, there's nothing else I could say to spread more light on that. No. Um, I mean, I think that with this, you you are faced with all of all of the things that you probably thought you were doing right. Oh, we communicate really well. Oh, we have a lot in common. Oh, we have this. You know, you sit down, you watch Tiger King. One of you thinks Carol's guilty. One of you thinks she's innocent. <clears throat> Next thing you know, it's a big blow-up divorce. Or they're like, damn it, uh, Carol had it right. I, I would have fed yeah, if you I, if, if we had a septic tank, yeah. I'd have buried Jenna there and put some sardine oil on you and fed you to my tiger. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I know. I mean, I've seen those memes. And, and, and I mean, you, I mean, we with the dumbass post of the week, that's mm-hmm. just, you know, one thing that people are, are saying. Yeah. But, you know, you are seeing the, the memes out there of... Oh, I don't want to let my husband into the house because of social distancing and right, yeah, and stuff like that. Like or pictures of one, the wife on one end of the couch, the husband on the other, and it says we're practicing social distancing. Yeah, home. you know things like that. Or uh-huh. I mean, it, use humor all you want, but if it's just to mask the awful relationship you're in, address the problem mm-hmm. and find us resolve, fix it, walk away from it, get it back on track end it, whatever you want the outcome to be. But even a temporary, I mean, even a temporary, I don't even know if, I, it's not even a solution or a fix or anything, but this temporary situation that you find yourself in, chances are you won't ever have to experience this again. But once again, if you're saying, well, we'll never have to go through this again. If we can just make it through this, we don't have to get divorced. I mean, this, there are couples out there in long distance or because of military or because of jobs or because of careers that don't get to see each other very often. They would give anything to be able to be with their partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And 95% of you out there are like, fuck this. I would rather be single than married to this idiot that's sitting here on the couch with me watching Netflix. I know. I mean, that's, yeah, that's but awful. Then, but then there is the, the are the ones that were like, oh, I miss them so much. And then they, then they spend all this time with each other and they're like, oh my God gosh yeah thank god you usually do travel all the time well and, that, and that's kind of that's kind of what i was saying was you you're, th- this is gonna really shed light on those things that you thought you were doing right mm-hmm. or things that you didn't really think were a problem or things that you just kind of took for granted or 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 discounted and now you're you're either going to be forced to if you don't have good communication you're going to be forced to actually see and feel what good communication is. Mm-hmm. Good communication is. Or you're going to realize that you don't have anything to talk about and you can't even communicate, period. I know. Yeah, that's that's the even more sad thing. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, there's, you know, uh, I think there's all kinds of fun things that people can do in in times like this but people always come up with excuses as to why they can't do it mm-hmm. like even if you you know even if you want to say you know what once a week you guys are home you obviously don't have a babysitter make the kids act like you're 
waiters and waitresses, Mm -hmm. get yourselves dressed up and have a nice at-home candlelit dinner. Yeah, I know. But they'd be like, oh, we can't do that. Our our kids... I mean, you'll come up with some kind of excuse as to why you won't do those things. That's irritating. Yeah. There's this couple that I know that uh, they had a... um, They all dressed up. I think it was like on a Sunday night or something. Or maybe it was Saturday. And they all dressed up in white. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, she, the wife was wearing, like, a gown, a pretty gown. Husband was all dressed up. And the, um, their two daughters were dressed up really cute, too. And she was like, this is how, you know, we still like to dress up. And we still like to do nice things. So this is what we did. And so they, they had this whole menu of mm-hmm. what they were having for dinner and for dessert and all that. The husband made dessert, wife made like some sort of Italian dish for dinner. Mm-hmm. The kids helped out with some of those things too. They made an event out of yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, that is the right way to do yeah. things. That's the right way to spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the people that you're supposed to love and want to spend all of this time with. And you, I, I, I think that you should cherish these moments and be thankful for being able to spend so much time with each other because it doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's some that look at this as a blessing, as they do everything, and there's some people that look, like, look at this like it's the end of the world for you. Um, not even talking about the virus, just a situation everybody's kind of found themselves in because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the I, I think people are just really going through multiple different revelations through all of this. I think that you're seeing the the family aspect of <coughs> the issues with the kids. You're seeing aspects of somebody's full level of laziness on display. Mm -hmm. I think you're seeing people's full apathetic type of behavior to things that are going on around them. I think you're seeing people trying to come up with more and more excuses as to get away from each other. Uh, I'll go to the grocery store today. You stay here. I just need 20 minutes by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, and I think that it, it's it's really a good challenge for people to really kind of figure out what what the hell do you want? I know. What yeah. what it, it, are you really telling me that your vision of happiness is spending less time with the partner that you married because if you spend too much time together you'll want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that really your your vision of happiness with your partner? Is well, distance equals happiness. We as long as we don't have to spend too much time together, we're great. That's well, you're not. not. You're not happiness. Great. You're not happy. You're not great. That's not a good marriage. That's not a successful marriage. That's a, that's shit. Mm-hmm. That is not a by on by any stretch of the imagination a decent, healthy, happy, conducive type of environment anybody would want to be in in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that should not be your answer. If that's your answer, you can get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> And go find someone that you don't want to kill after you've spent 24 hours with them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think that there's little things that will happen throughout this, this type of environment that people find themselves in that give you an opportunity to 
reflect how you handle situations. Because you, you, you're, you're at a point where you can't you can't get in an argument and somebody storm out and yeah. go you to the bar. To, you have to work it out. Yeah, you're going to have to work it out. And if you don't know how to do that, you're either going to learn or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that, that's really the only options that people have. Because um, you can't get away from them. Mm-hmm. You can't. You're, you're forced to be with them. And, and e- even using a term like that, if that's part of your, I don't ever look like I'm forced to be with you. The, the word forced is, makes it sound like work. I know. Well, forced isn't or something that... it's something that, involuntary. Yes. Forced isn't something that we have to do in our relationship, period. We... Sometimes you force yourself on me. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, you, okay. you allow it. <laughs> but, yeah... I mean, I don't know. I think that I I can I was you know was thinking about one of my one of my previous clients and you know how she would always complain about him when whenever she came in to train with me and all that and I'm like gosh I wonder how she I wonder how he's doing. Well, think about the other guy that spent sixteen hours a day at the gym because he didn't want to be at home with his wife. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She may have died from the coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, gosh, don't say that. Right? That's not nice. I'm just saying. I know, yeah. He could write it off. She had a bad cough the other day. That was it. (laughs) But, I mean, really, though, people just don't know how to to deal with each other. I just don't understand why you would marry someone you don't want to be with anyway. I know. Why would you be married to someone you don't want to spend time with? Why would you marry, and even to take that to the extreme, why would you be married to someone that you don't want to spend all of your time with? Yeah. I don't know, because I want to spend all my time yeah. with you. And and I don't, and I guess it's hard for us to relate to people, because we do want to spend. Yeah, but we didn't in our previous relationship. I know, I and mean, that's I, one thing that we were talking <clears throat> about, too, is how, if if this happened when we were in our previous relationships, how would we have handled it? Yeah. And how awful would it have been? And we, and I guess that's where we do kind of empathize, mm-hmm. because we know how awful that would have been. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But the glaring similarity is we were in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. relationships, this won't affect them. Mm-mm. It won't. Now you can have a mediocre relationship, but something like this can bring you stronger, and then you have a great relationship on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And you could have a bad relationship, and this makes it better, and you see the other side of it. Yeah, well, and it's all how you, how you handle. Yeah, it. what do you want out of this? Mm-hmm. I mean, because as of right now, we don't know when this thing's going to end. No, there's not a date. I mean, everything's just getting pushed back and back and back. People are trying to reschedule stuff, and I just saw that they, they, they booked one of the like the BOK Center for. Broken Arrow High School graduation. Oh, in, really? For June 30th. Oh. But they're like, that's pending if this is all resolved by June 15th. Well, yeah. There's not. There hasn't even been a, oh, we should, this should be gone by June 15th. Yeah. That hasn't even been said. People are just speculating. Um, so, if you're already having this hard a time and we're just a couple of weeks in, mm-hmm. it, let, let's say that's even right, that it is done by June 15th. Because that's what they said in the thing. It had to be over by June 15th for them to be able to do it on the 30th. Uh, so June 15th, we're talking what, April, May, June. I mean, you're talking two, almost months. two and a half months mm-hmm. from now. We're two, three weeks in, depending on where you live, how long you've been dealing with it right now. 
can you make it another two and a half months with your partner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. H- have divorce lawyers been deemed essential? I don't know. I should have looked that up. I know. Dang it, we should have. I don't know. I'm not sure. I am enjoying the those uh, those memes where, you know, it's that, it's that guy and he's like... Divorce lawyers waiting for yeah. coronavirus couples. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, getting all excited. Yeah. And money's I mean, coming out. Yeah, that, I mean, divorce lawyers are going to make a killing off of well, this. Well, some people can't afford to get divorced yeah. during this. And you're going to have to figure out how to work it out. Yeah, that's very true, too. Well, so, I mean, and, like, I mean, with us being... The, the biggest thing that has changed in our life since all of this is that we aren't able to go to a gym. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we've been having to do at-home workouts and, and try to, you know, figure things out that way. And, I mean, if that's the hardest thing that we have to deal with, then that's yeah. easy. But... Um, but you know, there's there's things that people that couples can do together and to to make try to make things to to make your relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I I think that I, I we've been doing this one uh, this you know at home workout routine and stuff, and and then Seth will go for his run in the morning and I'll go after him or whatever but and I guess maybe maybe for people that are wanting to get away from each other that's a yes, I was about to say because we don't because of our home routine we don't, we don't work, work out, out together. together it's weird because uh, I, I usually get up before you mm-hmm. and just go and just go on my run yeah and then I come home and you've got you know the doggies and then you get up and you go mm-hmm. for your run while I start my work day yeah um, but so, like even, we don't, I don't think we are intentionally like, I'm going to do my own thing. I know, but if you are, I guess if you are wanting to intentionally do your own thing, I think that running is a, it's a good stress reliever mm-hmm. and you just, you just go, you just run, you jog or whatever, you know, as, as much as you can and you, you know, breathe in the fresh air outside and nobody else is outside. Clear your mind, you know? Yeah, right. nobody else is out there. At least in our neighborhood, there isn't. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think that it's fun, like, you know, like after our other little at-home workout stuff, you know, us talking about it mm-hmm. and like, oh my gosh, what did you think about that? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess that's just stuff that, that we do, though. Yeah. And I think that it could help other people, mm-hmm. too. Well, I mean, there, there's... Luckily, liquor stores are still deemed essential. <laughs> so that that's a big thing. Maybe just use booze to quote cope through this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, <laughs> we 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 give you guys all these recipes. Yeah. You know, you might as well try them and and have some fun together and become your own little bartenders. If you if you've got the means and the funds to do so, there's all kinds of great places that still deliver do pickup. Surprise your partner with some mm-hmm. of that stuff. Or even surprise them with dinner. I mean, like with um, a home-cooked meal, too. How can you surprise them if you're stuck at home? Oh, I guess not surprise them. But, well, I mean, I've been surprising you with different things that I've been making. Yeah, but that's just because my face has been buried into a video game. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not paying attention. But I, because I'm like, ooh, I want to try these new... That's one thing that I've been doing. Trying new recipes. Yeah, during this whole thing is trying new recipes. And, I mean, I, I love to cook. And I guess it it is a good thing that like you are 
so preoccupied with the video game <laughs> that I'm able to like just go in the kitchen and I know that I have time. Mm-hmm. That's the weird thing about all of this is like there's no rush. Yeah. It's the weirdest feeling ever. Uh-huh. Um I mean our our routine 6 days a week was get up I, I since I always work from home, I literally roll out of bed, throw my pajamas on, let the dogs out and start working. Mm-hmm. And I will sometimes not eat. If you don't bring me food or tell me, hey, you need to eat, I will work right through lunch. I know. And if the weather's nice, I sit outside and I work and have a cigar and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And that's how, in my pajamas yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. And then this is, this is pre-quarantine, <laughs> yeah, this is okay? So, <laughs> this is pre-quarantine. This is my routine. And then in the afternoon, I would start to wrap up finish some final emails, finish some final calls. Then I would get ready, and we would go to the gym, come home, eat, relax, watch some TV, and go to bed. Yeah. And that takes up the entire day. Yeah, and that was it. And you had to be in bed a certain time because you had stuff going on the next day. And I don't use an alarm clock because my body just naturally wakes somehow up. fucking wakes me up early every day. Even on the weekend. Yeah. And so now, taking that, just for us, that one piece of going to the gym out, I, Crystal got me Red Dead Redemption 2 back in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're talking two years ago. And I knew that I was going to get completely sucked in. And I don't have time to get sucked in because of, of gym and work and our life and everything else we were doing. I was like, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to play this, but there's going to have to be some kind of you know, perfect storm that'll <laughs> show up for me to play this. So as soon as we got the word a couple weekends ago that this was coming, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. (laughs) And since I don't have to go to the gym at night, my new routine is I get up, I go for a run. Uh I do a 45-minute run. I'll do, you know, a resistance band workout, some kind of hit thing, whatever. Do that first thing in the morning. Then I have my coffee, get my cigar, get my laptop, go outside, work. You're usually kind of one phase behind me for Uh the workout. And uh, And then then I come back. Make breakfast. Make breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I just finish work. You do stuff with the podcast and the fitness stuff and everything. And then when it's time to wrap up, usually it was wrap up, clean up, <laughs> yeah. get dressed, go to the gym. Now it's wrap up, stay in pajamas, plop down on the couch, and it's Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> and then I act like an eight-year-old when it's time to stop to eat dinner because uh-huh. I don't want to turn it off. Yeah. We almost didn't record tonight because... I just wanted to play my game. Yeah, you're a brat. And I don't do this. I'm not a no. a gamer. I'm mm-hmm. just... I, I knew it would suck me in, so I'm like... Fuck well, it man. has before. Well, you knew that well, from the, the previous Well, the second one. one was awesome, uh-huh. so... Or the uh, first one was awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, Red, well I, I was thinking Red Dead Revolver was the first game. Oh. Red Dead Redemption was the second one. This is oh, Red Dead okay. Redemption 2, but... You know, okay. Um, yeah, so I just knew it was going to consume me. Uh-huh. And it has. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely has. But... It gave me time to... Start cooking. <laughs> start cooking more and different stuff and be able to take my time cooking. Because I don't, I, I don't know, I think you mentioned it in a previous episode where I'm the type of person that I love to to just take my time with everything and, and do, like, make actual sauces and mm-hmm. stuff instead of, like... She doesn't want the jar of... Alfredo sauce. Right. I'll, I'll make my own Alfredo sauce. 
and and so it's like oh just just do it this way just you know just get it make it easier on yourself and I'm like no I like to do it that way well this gives me the opportunity to actually because we're not rushed yeah do it the way I want to do it and so that I think it's really nice Mm -hmm. to not feel rushed all the time and to to be able to you know I mean we're still in here together we I'm in the kitchen cooking the the TV. I could still see the uh, Seth fighting the Wild West. Mm-hmm. Tame, I'm taming the Wild. <laughs> oh, West. taming the Wild West, yeah. and uh, and you know we we talk throughout, and um, I'm here back here making some yummy concoctions and then mm-hmm. <laughs> giving him some. We'll, we'll pour some drinks. Yeah, we'll, and and once again with. Even with the video game stuff, in my previous marriage, I, I talked. We did a whole episode called "The Man Cave." Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, it, it's a really good one. But a lot of that's really kind of my own, I guess, story and testimony from this elaborate man cave I had in my previous marriage to get away from my partner, to have my own space, to feel not so smothered. Is that it? Are we already done with the bottle? Yeah, we're done. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oops. Hey. Um. <laughs> But even now, like, I don't have a man cave. We don't have a video game room. No. We do it right here in the living room. Our kitchen is right behind it. I mean, it's open, open floor plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not removed. Yeah. Even though I may be focused on something, we're still together. Mm-hmm. And we can still talk. I don't know if I listen that good when I'm yeah. right on horseback. You've been doing... I but I've been pausing. I'll pause it. Uh-huh, to listen to Listen, because there's not... I mean, yeah. it's not like... I'm not like... Hold on, I can't talk right now. I'll pause uh, it. Yeah. And just, I'm like, what, wait, wait, ask that again, and then we'll have the conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, better be good. I'm robbing a bank right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> I'm about to find three gold bars. What are you stopping But, about? like, even if, like, it, even if you are gamers or whatever, and you like to play video games, might maybe show your wife or your girlfriend that you're living with you know some of these games and how to play them or whatever not not red dead because it's a single, it's a player. single player game but we play the we, lego yeah games. we yeah. play the lego games together and those are so much fun just mm-hmm. like breaking stuff and yeah and teaming up together. i mean it's a blast and i mean even we we would do the call of duty black ops games because yeah. it was split anything that was split screen we would do and we would play. I think for a lot of you out there, th- this this can be a really good relationship reset. Builder, yeah. Yeah, and it can have a really good positive impact. I mean, when are you ever going to have this amount of time? And I say that from a very positive standpoint. That this, this can be a good thing. As much negative is associated with this and as much stress and anxiety that may come out of this because of, of jobs and uncertainties in the economy and things like that at least on a relationship perspective a lot of you are faced with the blessing that you have someone to go through this with mm-hmm. you're not going it alone i mean we we're talking about it's like what about the single people like we're watching dave on youtube and it's like this single guy in new york that yeah. is really just cut off from the rest of the world I mean, at least he has so many fans and stuff. So this is the the one bite. Yeah, barstool uh, sports. Barstool sports dude, and I mean he has, you know, a ton, hundreds and hundred thousand followers mm-hmm. at least. 
Oh, more than that. He's probably in the millions. Millions, I think. I don't know. Probably. But anyway, he, yeah, he's alone, Mm -hmm. and he's alone in his apartment. I mean, yeah, at least he's eating pizza, and at least at least people are sending him these frozen pizzas to try every day to try. But still, yeah, single people. Yeah, it's, it's I, I feel bad for them. And, and there's a lot of you out there, especially if you're listening to this, you're not single. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you're upset that you have to spend this time with someone. Mm-hmm. When there's people out there that are like, I'm doing this all by myself. I don't know how I'm going to pay rent next month and it's all on me. I don't know how I'm going to go to the grocery store. It's all on me. I don't, you know. And, and so it is a blessing to have a partner in, in a time like this and you can either look at it as a blessing or you look at it as a curse yeah. and how you choose to see it based on how your relationship is really will dictate how you're going to handle this entire situation and what your own outcome is going to be for you your partner and your relationship mm-hmm. um, but I, I mean we, we wanted to talk about it because it's the, the divorce rate is already climbing I mean there was I, can't, I wish I could remember mom was telling me about it but there was this one town I think they averaged about 30 divorces a month, which Mm -hmm. was one a day. They have already had 300 different couples file for divorce in the last two weeks. That's crazy. I mean, people were like, two weeks? Fuck this, I'm done with you. Yeah. I'm out. And some of you may be there. You, You may be at that point. And maybe it shed some light on a decision you knew needed to be made a while back and this finally put you in the perspective to do it. Others, it may just be a big test that you need to get through and a challenge that you guys have to figure out how to work through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess, like, <laughs> if you are in the midst of going through all of this, we do have time right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we do offer relationship coaching, too. So It's on the website, marriageontherocks.net. Yeah, if you go to marriageontherocks.net, we, you know, fill out the little relationship coaching form and we'll be able to help you and we can schedule a time to to talk and mm-hmm. and do a zoom meeting with with the two of you yep but um but yeah i mean we're, we're here for you and but i think that people it, the <laughs> divorce rate is just climbing so much and it's it's really sad to to see People have to go through this. Well, and, and I think that another thing that we, we didn't really cover, but one of the aspects that we're seeing is couples, whether it's hygiene, grooming, whatever you want to say, they aren't taking care of themselves mm-hmm. hygienically because they don't have to go to work. And the message that sends to your partner is they're a, they don't matter as much. Mm-hmm. That, oh, well, you're going to... You know, you're going to shave your legs and armpits whenever, you know, you go to work or whatever when you're going to the gym. But because we're here together, you're looking like Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I know. Um, So keep up on those. I I don't think you should have to say that, but apparently you do. Uh Uh-huh. Stay up on that stuff. Yeah. And I think that that's where incorporating a silly, fun, at-home date night would at least ensure that that's happening on Mm -hmm. some kind of semi-regular basis. Yeah. I know. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do about my beard. <laughs> I know, yeah. I just found out today that Stacy can't trim until... I mean, right now they're closed until the 30th of April, and they're not going to do any mm-hmm. at-home stuff. Yeah, so who knows? So, Seth was like, oh, I'm going to... You're going to have to um, Zoom or FaceTime with 
my barber so she could teach you how to, how to, trim, my how to trim my beard. Hey, and and maybe if uh, you know the bar or not uh, the barbers and hairstylists out there, if you could um, do some sort of virtual training, yeah, well, virtual training mm-hmm. or something. That that would probably be helpful at this time. I could just shave off right here into the big mutton chops and no. like my red, red no no no. Could you imagine? Oh my gosh, you would be. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't get in front of the camera. If if we didn't have the show, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. I wouldn't have the confidence to stand in front of the camera if I didn't have a beard, though. No, you wouldn't. I think everybody freak out too. Like if next week I was clean shaven. Oh my gosh! Like, what happened? Like, uh... Seth looks like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Seth. <laughs> that's funny, but I don't know. I mean. Do you have any other solutions? You know, I mean, I, I think so, I think some of you need to look at this and don't overcomplicate it. Look at the things you do have in common. It, you know, it's everybody's talking about sitting down in front of Netflix. We made the jokes about Tiger King, which everybody has seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that even as goofy and as chaotic and what a train wreck that was, if it was something you and your partner enjoyed watching together. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So find more things like that. Um, we don't have a whole lot of options. It's not like, oh, well, let's go do anything. You can't. So you're going to have to find things at the house that you guys like. Mm-hmm. Foods. What's your food commonalities? What's the compromise need to look like with where you want to get delivery from or pick up from for this? Or what are we going to cook and make at home tonight? What's the movie rotation? Take turns picking movies. Don't do something that... I mean, if you know your partner is like, I hate comedies. I don't want to watch comedies at all. Mm-hmm. And you decide to... You pick the movie tonight, I pick the, night, the movie tomorrow night. And you pick Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and Ace Ventura. They're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like... And how, you, do, how is that? I but mean, you guys have to find a common ground. There's got to be some kind of... both like... Something. And maybe it is crazy documentaries. Uh-huh. Maybe it's true crime TV. Maybe it's a show that you guys watched when you were teenagers or young kids like Full House on Hulu. Watch yeah. all that again. I mean, find something where you have some kind of common ground that you guys would truly enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and like think, about, think back to when you were dating mm-hmm. and the things that you liked to do then. You know, the... Because... Uh, then the the little things that you like to do were, you know, seemed fun and all that. And so it's like, well, why not implement some of those things? Even, and hopefully they aren't just all <laughs> out of, out and about and doing things. Mm-hmm. But you wanted to spend time with each other all the time when you first started dating. Yeah. Guaranteed. And, you know, just why? try... Yeah, figure out why, yeah. why you wanted to spend that time together, and try to do things to make each other want to well, be around each other. And I think depending on where you live, what the weather's like, what your current circumstances are, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, we're, we're stuck in here all day, every night, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., we're going to grab a bottle of wine, we're going to go out on the back patio or the front porch... Or balcony. Yeah, and we're going to have a glass of wine. 
You don't even have to say, have a glass of wine and talk. That'll come naturally. Mm-hmm. Just have a glass of wine. I think that you could have topics that you want to discuss. Mm-hmm. I think that you could have fun things you want to communicate about and stuff you want to talk about because the kids aren't going to have, oh, guess what happened at school stories. You're not going to have, oh, guess what happened at work stories. And people are going to find out very quickly you're married to someone you're not interested in. Mm-hmm. But you used to be. What made them interesting in the first place? Mm-hmm. And you have to find an organic way to get back to that or not. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very simple. Not that it's easy to resolve, but it's very simple to identify what is going on. And it's simple to identify the solution. It's a little more difficult to act on it. But find those little things that work. I, I, like, I don't think like massage parlors stuff like that are essential, right? They're all shut down. They're all right? shut down, I believe. Also, um, give, give each other yeah, give a each good other massage. Good massage? Not like, not the little light touching one. Not little light we're, touchy, we're creepy. Yeah, creepy weeks, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, but a real massage. Maybe sit down and write a song for your partner. And sing oh it to him, right? gosh, no! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, find out what it is, and if you don't know, ask. Yeah. And, and don't do this. What do you want to do tonight? I don't want to do the same thing we've done every night because you don't have a whole lot of options. Yeah. Don't don't turn it into a fight. Be like, what what can we do? Do you want to go outside? Do you want to sit down and? have a drink do you want to i like the idea that you said though about going outside you know and and basically taking a breather mm-hmm. you know together and maybe it's after you put the kids to sleep yeah and and hopefully you can put them to sleep you know easily or that they're not sleeping in your bed or something mm-hmm. but Eat your meals at the same time, especially if you're at home with one another. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. stagger it. Eat it. Eat together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I like that idea, though, because you're unwinding, and and it is a, an opportunity for you guys. Like you said, not even to have, you know, wine in a conversation. It's just... Even better idea? Uh-huh. Join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy group. Watch all the videos of all the cool drinks that we do videos of. Go to the essential liquor store in your neighborhood <laughs> and get the ingredients and make your partner the cool, fun drinks that we show you. Well, you know what would be more cool, and maybe we can challenge you guys to it, is for you to to take a selfie of, of the two of you enjoying the drink that you made mm-hmm. from one of the recipes that we shared on the Marriage on the Rock Speaking. The Reese's thing. Peanut Butter Cup thing was a huge hit. Yeah, that was a really big if hit. If you haven't made that, you'll get stuff for that. Yeah, so, I don't know, I think that's a good challenge, really, mm-hmm. to go out and, and get some of the ingredients uh, for what we, we've made in the, in the videos and share it on our speakeasy group. I think mm-hmm. that's it's fun. It's fun to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, don't, I don't know. I don't have much else to add. I don't. I mean, we'll see what ends up, how long this goes on, what we end up seeing out of it. I think some people have a dark road ahead of them for all the different factors we talked about. and It's not going to be easy for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, for others, it's going to be a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. And I think you just need to, you know, hopefully you have a partner. that Not a walk in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, that's not a walk in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much else. Yeah, me either. 
But um, yeah, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Um, we also wanted to thank everybody too for. I wanted to start the episode with this, and I forgot. Yeah, for for reaching out um, for last week's episode. I mean, last week's episode was, I mean, basically just a personal type episode for me, for us, mm-hmm. and uh, we got so much feedback, so much support with it and we just wanted to thank you all for for reaching out and the continued support Mm -hmm. through all of it yep yeah but again thank you for listening and uh listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we'll talk to you next week thanks